1: Sit, boo-boo, sit, boo-boo, sit. I'm a good dog.
0: That's some bad hat
1: hair. It's a good <laughs> dog. Get any of that? Not a doctor. Bye, have a beautiful friend. Bring me a lot. My arm. No, my mouth. My No, my Hello and welcome to Hunting Seasons, the podcast The dares to binge watch, deep dive and break down a season of television each and every episode. I'm Broderick Gordis. I'm Damask Leary. And today we'll be discussing Succession Season 2. Damask Leary, how mm-hmm. you doing? I'm good.
0: Today is my last full day I know. in Melbourne. Though it's weird because then tomorrow I'm pretty much here until like 10.30, 1030 or at night. So, but yes... The end is nigh, oh, my friend. How are you feeling about that right now? <laughs> um, Fine right now. I feel like I'll only get upset either on the way or at the airport. Right. Like It still hasn't really hit me at this stage. Sure. Mm. How
1: yeah. are you going? Oh, yeah. Good. I had my birthday. <laughs> that was nice. Oh, yeah. Um, but I am not looking forward to you leaving, for being honest. No. No. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm quietly just not talking to you or looking you in the eye, really, <laughs> the moment, just to avoid having to deal with that emotionally. So
0: Yeah. Likewise. Likewise, my <laughs> friend. Let's uh, move on.
1: Uh, it is worth saying, though, since this is happening, um, this is the last episode that's going to be re- recorded in person with the two of us in the same room for a while. That's true. Until the next time, either you're here or I'm over there, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, with that in mind, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. We don't know exactly what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. I'm guessing that our next next review episode is going to be falcon the winter soldier give us like a week and a half yeah we might try and fit an off topic hot topic in between if we can but the thing about moving and (laughs) you've got a house you're moving into basically rather quickly after you get there
0: yes well we officially get the keys on friday but the furniture doesn't arrive till the tuesday right so
1: So there you go and so you got to deal with things like connecting internet and electricity Mm -hmm. and stuff so there's a good chance that maybe it's a week and a half to two weeks before our next yes. episode.
0: I think that's a fair bet.
1: We'll see what happens. We'll try. If there's room for an off-topic, hot-topic, we'll do it. Otherwise, yes, see you when we review Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that will be all online over Zoom. So, get ready. You're on the other side of the country as well. So, yes. we do this with occasionally with Paul from the Swapcast podcast. Mm-hmm. He's in Adelaide. Yes. Well, that works fine. I've never skyped or zoomed or tried to record a podcast with somebody in WA, so that will be interesting too.
0: <laughs> will it make any kind of difference?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. We'll see what the Australia's internet infrastructure is like. All right. Fingers-
0: I do have. I will have M B N though. Oh, that's good. So that's something. I
1: think we're all have to be on NBN now, don't we?
0: Oh, who knows this fucking government <laughs> anyway?
1: All right. Let's get to our spoiler-free review of Succession season two. Let me clue you in. Season in review. We return to succession only days after the end of season one, with the Roys fighting to keep control of their company, and Logan forced to consider who he'll name as his successor. The core cast and creative team remains largely the same as last season, with new additions in front of the camera including Holly Hunter, Cherry Jones, Annabelle Dexter Jones, Danny Houston, Jeannie Berlin, and Fisher Stevens, who I always just think of as that guy from the Super Mario Bros. live-action movie. Season two consists of ten episodes, each coming in at around 57 minutes, and took us approximately nine hours and 35. Five minutes to watch. So, Damas, before we get to our spoiler-free review, what did you think of season one of Succession?
0: I loved it. I it was a show that I wasn't overly interested in, even though I had heard that it was incredible. So, I put off watching it for a very, very, very long time. Um, I first watched it during Melbourne's, I think, first lockdown, mm-hmm. and was legitimately blown away with how invested I was. In the Roy family, you know, it's a show about a f- family business, Snooze, mm-hmm. and somehow it is, they've created the most intriguing show I have seen in years. Gotcha. Yeah, I loved
1: it. Five stars you gave it out of five. <laughs> Oops, yes, uh, I did. I gave it four and a half, a low four and a half, I said, which was controversial at the time. <gasps> yeah, you loser. <laughs> With the thought that I need to give this show like room to grow or get mm-hmm. better theoretically mm-hmm. over time, but- with you, I loved season one, uh, found it particularly intriguing, found it very, very funny, which mm-hmm. is the thing I wasn't expecting going into it, yeah, same. but really impressed by the ensemble cast, by the writing. Um, Yeah, just really, really a big fan of season one and was super looking forward to season two. So with that in mind, Damask, do you want to give us your spoiler-free review for Succession season two?
0: I'm going to make you go first. All right,
1: fair enough. Uh, A lot of my thoughts on season two are pretty... Similar to season one, with maybe the more I spent time with the show, the more specific I can get about the things I really find about the style or the 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 way that the show structured that I really really like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, though, I want to say that season two I found to be significantly less funny than season one. Mm. Not, and it was still very funny when it wanted to be. I actually just actively think it wasn't trying to be as funny as season one was, or what probably defined the early episodes of season one was how funny it was. And then that started to change as we got to the end of season one. And by season two, they're really putting a lot of work into the characters and diving deep into mm. them. So some it's of the funny gets jump pushed off to the side.
0: with a lot of comedy considering what happened considering in season Considering <laughs> <laughs> what happened at the end so, of season yeah. one. And so I think
1: you're right. It was probably purposeful. Yeah. It makes a bit of a tonal shift. That's not a bad thing whatsoever. It's no. just something that's worth noting is there is still lots to laugh about, but it wasn't... I don't know, it felt like a laugh a minute sometimes in season one, and that was possibly less um, the case this season. Uh, I also found... um, But I did find that, yeah, the character work was a lot deeper as well. So you're sort of Mm. trading that comedy for more time spent with these characters. And that's what you want a season two to do, right? Like, if you season one... Season one's always interesting because they don't know if they're getting a season two a lot of the time. So they're trying to do... It's like a setup for what could be a long-running show, but also tell a complete story just in case there's nothing more to it and it feels somewhat satisfying. Mm-hmm. And so then you want your season two to like – and often there's this curse with the sophomore season of like having to to then go, okay, now how do we build the show for the long haul?
0: Mm.
1: And there's maybe –
0: Awkward transition, yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe there's a tiny bit of that, but boy, if it's there, it's very, very tiny. This show just goes, cool. We know what we've got now. We trust our characters. We trust our actors. Let's go further on all those things that maybe we were just hinting at in season one and start to really dig into that. And that's what I found so satisfying about season mm. two. I also just, I love how well they use the ensemble. So this is a show about a a Murdoch style family, you know, that own this mega corporation. And I think it would be, it's funny how the show is really often uses like different locations and exotic places and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But other shows I feel like would have this problem of trying to make things bigger all the time. Yeah. Whereas this show, while they still go to exotic locations and stay in ridiculous mansions and on ridiculous yachts and stuff like that, it's always for the purpose of just reminding you how much money these people have. Yeah. That they live in a different tier of society to everybody mm-hmm. else. But also focusing in and narrowing in on our core characters every single time. Yeah. So many scenes, some of my favourite scenes, are just a bunch of the Roys and some of the people that work for Waystar Royco sitting around a table talking. Mm -hmm. It's almost like what I love about community, where the dialogue and the characters and the way they interact with each other is so potent and so well fleshed out that you can just have them sit in a room and talk. And it's like, this is the best, some of the best television I'm watching at the moment. Mm -hmm. I I think that's the highest sort of praise I could give it. Um, The way the show is, this season is structured- is really impressive as well. Where we go from in the very first episode mm. to where we end up in the final moments of this season mm-hmm. is a complete and very satisfying journey, I thought. yeah. Uh, which, credit to the show, a lot of shows can't do that. They're always looking forward constantly. And this show is definitely looking, going, okay, next season's going to be about this. Mm. But it was a complete and fulfilling Story from start to finish this season. I love that the way there is this rising tension throughout the season, and the stakes seem to be getting higher and higher, and how that affects everybody. It's so well written in that regard, and then just the dialogue is so fantastic. Last time we talked about the performances as well. I already mentioned the ensemble so good, and I brought up specifically Jer- Jeremy Strong, and once again, mm. I want to bring him up and go. He has did some incredible work on here. Characters in it doing a performance that I've seen other shows. Or movies do, they can come across as flat mm-hmm. or uninteresting or shallow and having somehow having this subtle depth to it that just brings itself above the surface when it needs to and then mm. goes back under but is always building towards something else. It's yeah. really, 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 really impressive. Yeah. This I is love guy I've never like, seen
0: so often the choice with a character like Kendall is to make him... Dead in the eyes. Yes, but that I don't think he doesn't show that he's dead behind the eyes. You just see like he, that he's broken. Yes, like which is just heartbreaking to see, and he does that cute little smile on top of it, and it just like it smashes you to the floor. Yeah,
1: totally. There's a there's a character. Oh, I wonder if this is a spoiler. We might edit this out if you think it's a spoiler. It reminded me a bit of like the performance of Theon Greyjoy a little bit, mm-hmm. in that it's a similar sort of like changing character that happens to that person sports for game of thrones and for succession potentially here so i'm being mm. very careful
0: i think you're being very vague
1: yeah it's good fine. okay because i i kept comparing it to that performance and thinking how much i i like that performance in game of thrones but this is a different mm. level And i think the show is just affords the character more opportunity to really see what's going on behind the eyes i guess it, yeah. i just think jeremy strong is really good in this show
0: and he's really good in that castration scene uh,
1: exactly yeah. exactly yeah oops okay.
0: spoilers
1: I mean, <laughs> there's, there's literal and there's metaphorical. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what this show does, though, as well, is it's hard to talk about what makes it so good without talking about specifics. So, more than anything, I'm just, like we did last time, as we were talking through spoilers, I was just like, boy, this show is fun to talk about. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about the ins and outs with you when we get to our spoiler, uh, our spoiler talk um, mm-hmm. in a few moments. That's all I've got to say about that so far. Cool. Damascus, what all about right, you? My
0: turn. Um, well, I think you covered literally everything, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. I will say that from the very like opening moments of Succession, like immediately you just remember, or I certainly remembered, that sick feeling in your stomach mm. or that I had at the end of Season 1. And that sick feeling just propels us into Season 2, um, which is you just feel crushed Mm -hmm. by what the show is doing, which could be overwhelming if not for the amazing, like you said, character depth that they spend so much time on this season. So that when we have these many, and each one is amazing, many moments of these characters just sitting in a room together, Mm. it is hilarious a lot of the time. Genuinely compelling. Mm -hmm. I I think what they do this season is so smart in that so much is happening behind the scenes. There's a lot of talk of what's happening, but we spend way more time this season than last time just sitting and thinking and talking and Mm -hmm. debating about... The shifting plates beneath everyone's feet as opposed to all the wheeling and dealing of last yeah. season, which I think is really clever. So it feels like to me, faster paced, and yet there's kind of less happening. It's just this amazing kind of juggling thing that they are doing.
1: It's funny, going through my notes and getting them ready to talk about, mm. I I kept thinking it's like, Oh, what happened this season? Mm. And the thing that the show does is actually a lot happened. Yes. But because they keep centering it back on character, sometimes it can feel like we didn't really go anywhere. There wasn't like always these big moments of like, this isn't an action show or anything like that. But sometimes mm-hmm. there can be like action in drama where lots is happening and it's very tense. And there was a really good one of those in season one that mm-hmm. was my favorite episode ultimately. yeah, um, There wasn't as much of that this season. But that's because it just knew what it really cared about. Yes. And that was the character stuff. And so mm-hmm. that's where it focused. And it's it's interesting as well. The show has this way of talking about some of like the corporate wheeling and dealing that's going on. And it has um it uses like the vernacular and the gobbledygook of like, we'll do this and this takeover and a poison pill and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I don't know what any of that means most of the <laughs> yeah. time. But what's yeah. important is it doesn't actually matter if you know what that means no. so much because ultimately it all has to come back to what does this mean for Logan and his children and the yeah. family and the company that surrounds him and the people that are – you know, it's – that that stuff actually isn't that important. It mm-hmm. just matters that this person's under pressure right now. They're on under pressure from this mm-hmm. thing over here. They need to deal with that. How are they going to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then we see that unfold within the characters and – I I just think that's so smart of the show to be like that. If it was just about, hmm, if we get this many shares from this person, then that will get us over the like. That's not fun. Yeah, like it's pretty boring. Yeah, pretty no, I,
0: it absolutely is. And I think, ah, oh, we really spent a quite a bit of this season getting to know the depths of um, I don't know, sociopathy that Logan contains. Like he's still not. He he is the bad guy. Yes, I think he's always going to be the bad guy. But he's not, like, mustache twirling. He is this kind he's of god. Times, he- he's close go- at He's like this godlike figure, though. Like, mm. he is, you know, uh, a Zeus who just kind of plays with the humans around him. Sure. And because he doesn't seem to give anyone else much thought, it comes across differently than if he was, you know, out to get out to get these people.
1: Yeah. It's not necessarily a vindictive situation. It's just, it's how he plays the game. Yeah.
0: He doesn't even see the obstacles, even if they, those obstacles are his own children, which makes him a really interesting and harrowing figure to have in your show Mm -hmm. because you just don't know what's coming or what, what he is willing to do. Um, Yeah. I, I loved this season. Um, in comparing it to season one, they're pretty on par for me. I mean, there are things that I really loved in season one. There are things that I really love in season two. And there isn't a lot that I don't like in either.
1: Yeah. it's it's Going into season two, often we have a break after doing one season of a show. Mm. But I was keen to get straight into season two. I think you yep. were as well. Because it's just... 55-minute episodes, whatever, they're always enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. I'm never sitting here bored. I'm never sitting here wishing to go, oh, let's get off this person and go to this other person. Like, every character is fascinating or fun or engaging in Mm -hmm. some way or another. Yep. Um, Which, again, I can't give a much higher compliment than that. Just going back to Logan quickly, though, before we get to our final scores. I asked last season, I hope that we get a little bit more depth on Logan. Mm Mm-hmm. And we definitely got it this season, not necessarily in the ways I was expecting always, mm-hmm. but we definitely got some insight into the human being that does exist underneath it all. Mm. It's not heaps. Yeah, <laughs> He's still mostly that Zeus godlike figure you're talking about. But there was just moments that made you realize that at least at one point in time, he was a immortal as well. Mm. And that does add to, yeah, what the, what the intrigue into how he got to where he is today. Yeah. And also what that means about how he feels about his children, what they do and don't do and etc. And that in particular is important at the ending, I think, which I really want to start talking about. So yes. let's get to that. Uh, how would you score and rank this season?
0: Oh, this gets a five as well. Mm-hmm. So both seasons are a five. Yeah. <sighs> Mm. So, I watch each season twice now. So, I'm trying to think of how I would rank them. Um, I think I'm simply going to put season one first because I, for me, it was practically perfect in every way. And I fell in love with the show because of that season. Mm-hmm. But it's not because it's a better season, I suppose. Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. I'm going to rank this 4.5 <laughs> higher than the last one though. So, I'm going to rank this as I enjoyed season two, I think, mm. more... Ultimately, I think it's just because it is getting to, by the end of season one, right? End of season one, it's a great season. Mm -hmm. And this thing out there happens at the end of season one that launches into what is happening now. Mm -hmm. Which to me is extremely, like, I I found this season just meatier in -hmm. some ways. I agree. Um, And more compelling from a character point of view. And I love that I was able to build so much. This is why I wanted to leave room for this Show sort of in my rankings mm. of it, so I think season two. So, that, wait,
0: have you given them both four points? I'm giving them both
1: <laughs> 4.5. This is a higher 4.5.
0: Wow, what growth! Yeah,
1: <laughs> 4.75. 7, 4. You want okay, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna rank it higher than season one. Basically, I mm. think, yeah, I'm, I'm probably more in love with this show now than I was at the end of season one, even. Yeah, if that makes sense. So, I,
0: remind I, me why it loses a 0. 0.5 for you,
1: um. Because the shows that are at the very top five stars have to be like shows I am... I don't know. They have to really, really... mark. Like, Ted Lasso, I can't stop thinking about. I still gave that a 4.5. Mm. Um, I may come back and change that later. Russian Doll was one I came back and changed my score later when I realized just how much I loved it on a second watch and stuff like that. Mm. But I always instinctively, instinctively have a hard time giving a show five stars the first time I watch it.
0: Before we dive into spoilers, we'd like to ask everyone who enjoys the podcast to please review us on Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show to grow more than by throwing five stars and maybe a couple of nice words
1: our way. And to sweeten the deal, if we reach 25 written reviews on Apple Podcasts, we will finally review Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 1. I want to say also, we are currently at about 50 star reviews. Please give us those too. Love those. Mm -hmm. We've only got 10 written reviews. So, you know, you just got to chuck a couple of nice words our way. It doesn't have to be a cent. Yeah. doesn't have to be Just a full write, essay I don't
0: know, five stars fucking sick yep. something like that we'll That's take fine. it that'd be great uh, we would also love you to share Hunting Seasons with friends or family or whoever, really, who you think might also enjoy listening.
1: Our next review episode will be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We may try to fit in an off-topic hot topic in between, but that depends on how Damas goes with her move. If you'd like to contribute to our discussion of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if you have thoughts on succession, you can write to us or send us an audio recording that we may include on a future episode to contact at huntingseasonspodcast.com or find us on Twitter at Hunting S. Cast. But right now, let's talk spoilers, Succession Season 2.
0: You're now entering
1: the spoiler zone. Spoiler warning. From here on, we'll be discussing everything that happens in season one and two of Succession. Before listening any further, we recommend watching all of Succession up to this point. If not yet done so, proceed with caution. There are spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Deep dive. It's cool to know other people think about this stuff too. I want to start by talking about the ending.
0: Good, because that's where I want to
1: start. Like so. the last five to ten minutes mm-hmm. or so.
0: What was your reaction? My Take re- me through it.
1: My reaction was, mm-hmm. God, I hope what I think is about to happen is about to happen. <laughs> yeah, right? because sometimes, sometimes the power of an of a show or a twist or a moment comes from not seeing it coming. Mm-hmm. And a lot of ways, the show is and isn't telegraphing what might be about to occur. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think emotionally, it's telling you informing you that you want Kendall to turn on Logan yes, here. close, yeah. But it's also everything about the way that Kendall is acting and has acted all seasons mm. that he probably won't because he's never at any other stage pretty much acted okay. out of line for this whole entire season.
0: Yeah. I also think the show has told us time and time again that when Kendall tries, Kendall fails. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so while you want to get your hopes up, you're so worried that it will all fall apart, yeah.
1: And the the thing was though, and the reason I was pretty sure it was gonna happen, again, it's one of those like nerdy pay too much attention to what's going on. I'm looking at the time codes, I'm looking at what's gonna occur, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like structurally, if this just ends with Kendall saying, I'm I'll I did it. It was me. It was yeah. me and I take the fall. Yeah. We're, no, we're not in a different place than we were at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. So, it couldn't be that. Unless the only other option was someone else was going to walk in and, like, take the fall for him mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, or Logan was somehow going to step in and go, actually, I'll take the fall that was me on him, and, like, do a real turn of character for him. But mm-hmm. that's unlikely. So, as it's all playing out and he calls, Logan calls Kendall into his little office on this boat and... You know, they have their discussion about how he's going to sacrifice him to the sun, like the Aztecs mm-hmm. did or whatever it was, and the Mayans did. Um, and then Kendall's saying, yes, yes, that's fine. I deserve it. And then he asks Logan, like, you know, would you, would you ever have considered me? Mm. And Logan says, well, honestly, no, you're not a killer. You have to be a killer. And then Logan, Kendall's talking about, you know, he deserves it because of what happened to the kid at the end of last season. Mm. And Logan used the words, don't worry about it, no real person involved. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've never been more furious. Yeah, Understanding that that's a Loganism that's filtered its way down. Just really understanding with complete clarity, Logan never was always on top of this and knew what was Mm -hmm. going on, right? Then the kiss kiss that Kendall gave him. I'm Mm, like, please be a Judas Kiss betrayal. I really want that to be the case. A
0: slow kiss to the cheek is always a Judas (laughs) kiss. (laughs)
1: I'm just like, I'm looking at my notes now. Like my thought process was like, (laughs) there has to be a twist here. There has to be what's happening. It's like the perfect drama to not do it would be anticlimactic and a shit way to end the season. And then when Kendall gets out there and like, again, 99.99% of me knows what's about to happen. Mm. But when he just says... But mm. and just the pause I was just like tingles up my spine <laughs> it's so satisfying mm-hmm. to know that uh, that Kendall is going to take this moment and do do something right and mm. I and that was something I loved as well I want to talk about the structure of this season as like a complete whole you compare the the cold open of episode one Mm -hmm. which is Kendall, they come to get him from his spa or whatever, right? And they take him into that um, morning show thing. He does that interview and he's like, Mm -hmm. broken Kendall. Dad's plan was best. Yeah, Yeah. and he's just saying the line, but he sort of starts to like get into it and do the right thing. And then Mm -hmm. it cuts to Logan in the boardroom and they're watching it back in New York. And Logan says, that might be the first thing he's ever done right in his entire life. And I just think, reflect back to, once again, Kindle in front of the cameras, he's going to do, like, tread the company line, mm-hmm. and he doesn't, and he does it for himself, and I just keep thinking, this might be the first thing that he's ever done right his yeah. entire life, <laughs> and I was just like, that is poetry. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, from tip to taint, this show totally. is just uh, nailing it. I also loved, like, you know, when you're fist pumping the air in that-, in that moment, and then you we pan across and see Greg holding With his little receipts. file. I'm like, fuck
1: yeah, Greg! He has fuck the receipts.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I loved that that little bit. I'm I'm trying to remember back mm-hmm. to when I figured out there was gonna be a but.
1: You okay. Did the yeah. moment that you figured it mm. was coming.
0: Obviously I remember when Logan said no real person mm-hmm. whatever the, the term is being like, oh my fucking God like that's just kind of cementing to us, the audience that he really is the big bad. Like he is the worst of the worst of the worst. Um, And then we have a Judas kiss, but I think like I wanted it to happen, but this show always tells me that when I want Logan, you know, to get his head chopped off, it just isn't going to work out for me. So don't get your hopes up. I think that's probably like the mentality I went into that press conference with. Yeah. So then to actually get that payoff was so satisfying. Yeah. I remember really, as soon as it finished I googled when does succession season 3 start Absolutely. like I really 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 want to know. But I think what I found surprising about Logan's plan or reasoning, probably is a better word, is when he tells Kendall that he isn't a killer, which is surprising to me because if, you know, he hadn't have killed that waiter, he would have taken Logan down. It's not like he didn't have the capacity. It was just circumstances that got in the way.
1: Kind of, but... As Kendall's problem has always been, as Kendall can never... Because the thing was, right, so if, follow even, through. even mm. into that episode, Kendall was, like, talking to Frank and, like, back in Season 1, I mean, mm. talking to Frank and, like, showing his cards and, like... Yeah, that's There's true. all these things that Kendall just has a way of, like, fucking it up somehow yeah. of, mm. of making it work... Yeah, stuffing the whole thing right before he has victory in his grasp. And so the thing is that Kendall, in one way or another... Needed this season to get to a point where he now is a killer. Mm-hmm. Like, and what I love also is we're watching Shiv and Roman and Logan watching this press conference unfold. Mm. And Logan, we've seen before when he's watched bullshit on TV. Not what I'm saying. even bullshit. Sorry, he watches the expose that was done like 60 minute show, or whatever, yeah. about the cruises, and he's like, I can't watch this. This is all rubbish. Blah blah blah. Walks out the room, you know. This, he's attentive. He tells Roman to shush Mm -hmm. when Roman wants to talk, you know, make a comment or whatever. He is fully, and the final shot is not of Kendall, it's of Logan with the faintest whisper of Mm. a smile. Yeah. Because ultimately, this is what he thinks you need to be successful. Well, yeah,
0: that's absolutely what, what it is. He could never respect, nor I don't think, would he ever give someone what he has built. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that was ever going to be the intention. Either the company would fail. There would be a hostile takeover or one of his kids would execute him in front of the world. You know what I mean? Like that is the only way that he would have allowed that to happen. There's no fucking way he would gift that company to his kids.
1: Well, this is the, this is the ongoing issue Logan has, right? Cause Logan just, cannot make up his mind about what he wants to do he knows he wants to keep it in family for a number of reasons trust reasons he feels like he can control them even if he's not mm. there he like he just wants to keep it in family yeah but at the same time he doesn't want to give it to these kids who he thinks are soft for lack a bit of a better mm. word who he has he has failed in bringing them up to be ruthless like he is <laughs> mm. and partly that's because we don't know he's fully understanding his backstory but he obviously has a troubled childhood with his own father, Mm. Um, the scars we saw last season, the way he just feels about being back in Dundee for that entire episode there, Mm. there's obviously a troubled history there for him, but it's also what made him the man he is. And so by nature of probably on one hand, not wanting to be his dad, he's he's not abusive in the same way his dad was physically. But he's found other ways mm-hmm. <laughs> to be abusive and controlling, and that's what he's done to Kendall this seat. It's like it's a very complex web and situation, mm-hmm. and he is Logan's broken in his own ways. Yeah. That means that, he, that there's no perfect solution here. The only, the only, the only actual answer for Logan is to keep going until he dies.
0: Yeah, and this, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think you know, if at every moment is about how much power can I acquire, there is so much power in dangling that carrot for as long as you possibly can Mm. to everyone. Like making a decision relinquishes that power that he can hold over Roman, Kendall, Shiv, you know, depending on who his attention is focused on at that one point. Um, But I love that like at the beginning of this season, Kendall is so broken Mm. and then spends all season as daddy's whipping boy to the point that he just like, yeah, doesn't break, I suppose, but like heals in a certain way being like, oh, you you don't think that I'm a killer. I now understand that it was just a dangling of a carrot mm-hmm. and all of the things that I have done. It was just a manipulation and that's it. You weren't training me. You were using me. Fuck off. It was like, mwah, mwah,
1: loved it. Mm. It's incredible also that, like, Kendall has probably been the most sympathetic one way or another mm. since the beginning, mm-hmm. even though... You know, he's an entire rich, uh, rich piece of shit. It is fascinating though. I do root for Kendall so much in this situation. Mm-hmm. Kendall in other situations, I probably don't root for. Like, but in, in this scenario, you can't help but feel just so happy for him. He's finally yes. made a move to try and escape mm-hmm. his dad. Oh, can I yeah. wait for season two? Um. Speaking of Logan, though, then, let's talk about who he does put his attention on this season, which is Shiv. Mm. And that he sort of secretly tells her that he plans to make her his successor. Mm -hmm. So, why Choosing Shiv, I think, reflects a lot what we're talking about, about him trying to choose the best person for the job. Kendall was the one he put his hopes on, but now Kendall's kind of a broken toy. You know, he can use him effectively, but Mm -hmm. he can't be the no. head of the company. No. Um. Although maybe after this season no. he feels differently.
0: And no one would believe the lie if he said that he was. You know what I mean? Like, because whether or not Kendall was ever going to succeed him, mm. I think is questionable. Um. But now he can't even use that as a manipulation no. technique at all. So that's why it's completely off the table. So, yeah, there's no fucking hope
1: there. So he turns to Shiv, mm. who compared to Roman, has her shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't necessarily been involved with the business the same way that Roman and Kendall has, obviously, mm-hmm. but he understands that she is probably has the a ruthlessness and uh, mm. uh, uh, the smarts to sort of at least fill that role.
0: Yeah. I think he really respects that she's gone off and done her own thing and built True. her own thing. So, I think when she throws that away and just comes back... He kind of loses respect for her, like, almost
1: immediately. It is interesting to watch. I talked about when reviewing last season. I thought Shiv is Shiv is the smart one here. She's the dangerous one, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And this season we learned that maybe there was a line, actually, I think Raya says it, um, that Shiv thinks she's smarter than she is. And that might be the conclusion I came to as well. Mm-hmm. She definitely got... Some ability. Sometimes it's because she's good at playing the softballs. Like, Tom is an easy mark. He's an yeah. easy to manipulate. Um, and when she's outside of the Roy situation, again, maybe she's better. But once she's back in that family and with whatever daddy issues come well, with yeah, being the, the daughter of Logan Roy. Yeah. And she's secretly wanted this on some level her entire life. She yeah. really massively overplays her hand and completely botches it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's probably really easy to succeed in a career when you know that like I can say and do pretty much whatever I want in order to succeed externally because I know like I'm a Roy, I can do whatever I want and then to come back into a place, a workplace, where the stakes are so high mm-hmm. and you can actually fucking lose. Um, yeah, she fumbles the ball.
1: Uh, yeah, she wanted it too much. She could, she just should have played a little bit harder to get. Yeah. You know, done all the things that you said that sort of, I think Roy did respect about her mm-hmm. rather than just, and then also just thinking like spending it before she had it, basically. Yeah. She tried to get far too involved far too yeah. quickly.
0: And she's like, you know, generally quite a contrarian when it comes to, you know, those debates that they all have. Um, oh, yeah. She's but on then, a different, yeah. like, she
1: thinks differently yeah. to them politically.
0: But then as soon as she is offered it and goes into those meetings or conversations constantly you see her just kind of side-eyeing dad to be like, did I say what you want me Mm -hmm. to say? Which is not something that he responds to.
1: No. No. She did have, I thought she had a real good go of it though when we get to the Dundee episode Mm. and they're celebrating 50 years of Logan Roy Mm -hmm. and Kendall does that incredible rap. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) And Roman buys the wrong soccer team. Mm-hmm, great. She sits down and realizes he actually fucking hates this for the most part. Yep. And and I don't know. Reaches him on some very very minor human level for the first time, and you think that maybe Shiv has just managed to pull this back in her favor right at the end, but it's not quite enough. It still no. still announces Raya as being going to be his successor.
0: But that's on purpose. How do you mean? Well, because she knows the shit's about to hit the fan.
1: Tr- so, true. therefore, does not be want to be in that position. You know, oh, okay. She, she
0: wants Raya. That's why when he asks her, she doesn't say anything. Well, the funny thing is. And she's is, been though- undermining Raya for, I think, it's that that whole episode?
1: Uh, yeah, that yeah. entire episode. They yeah. do the whole thing about mentioning his sister, yeah. Rose, and stuff, <laughs> which, which they hilarious. really enjoy. I loved
0: the hijinks there. It was great.
1: Yeah. Kendall and uh, and Shiv and Roman have a real, real good smirk about that one. Yeah. Okay, that's that's. I think you might be right about that, but at the same time, though, it was also the first time she didn't overplay her hand, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think it's a funny. It's a hard pit with Logan. It's like if you show too much willfulness, then he pushes you away because well, you're not going to do what I want you to do. Yeah. But if you're too compliant, then he's not interested because you're weak. Mm. It's like, you got to try and find that weird middle ground. I thought she did an all right job there of sort of saying like, you should trust your instinct because you're right in this situation yeah. and not try and say, it should be me, daddy, please give it to me. Yeah, and I mean, it's
0: just like expertly navigating an abusive relationship totally. and you don't know what's going to make them angry. And Kendall has gone, you know, totally to the other side of being like, just barely, barely move, yeah, just to make sure you don't anger mm. dad. Roman... Just pretends not to care, even when he gets smacked in the fucking face, and then That's doesn't even talk ag- about a bit. doesn't even acknowledge it when Logan brings it up again. Um, and Shiv has kind of like learnt to dance. She's more observant and understanding of who her dad is, but he's still abusive, so she's still going to get smacked from time to time.
1: How do you how do you feel about Shiv's politics? Do you do you believe that she's really? as left sort of leaning as she presents herself to be, as blue as she presents herself to be?
0: Well, I think she probably is blue. I don't know how left she is. I mean, it's it's very easy to talk about those things when they don't really affect you all that much. Like, it's a very safe position to be like, yeah, everyone should have, I don't know, healthcare or whatever. But, like, I don't know, I'm just floating around with my hobby career and, like, whatever.
1: Well, you have that great scene with her and Roman trying to get something to eat because they know going to Carolyn's place is going to probably mean they're starving. And yeah. they just like, what is this, like a war museum? Yeah. Like uh, old wartime foods or whatever in the store? And she just buys a banana because yeah. the only thing she trusts. Yeah, she's, she's like, that disconnected oh, I- from reality.
0: <laughs> you can't get food poisoning from a banana. They're in England? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did have a bit of a laugh at that, yeah.
1: Well, because then, from just from a politics point of view, and like Shiv's <laughs> basis nature of looking after herself first, we get that scene where she convinces the victim of the, the mm-hmm. cruise boat scandal to not talk mm-hmm. in front of Congress. Amazing scene. Which is, again, when Shiv does it, it, she is the most terrifying person in the show, I find. Yeah. Just her ability to completely throw aside whatever morals she may or may not have, mm-hmm. or at least presents herself to have. For the sake of, I mean, she she makes this statement that I will make this right from the inside. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I believe that that's true. In fact, I don't believe for a second. Well, it's funny because in looking this, in looking at people's reaction to this, some people do think that that's Shiv ultimately is going to do at least attempt to do something like that inside Waco.
0: I think if that's something that she thinks Dad will approve of and everyone okay, then sure she'll do it. But if a better thing better offer comes along and it's best not to do that, then she won't do it. I think she's has a terrifying ability to have her own ideals mm-hmm. and then the way she actually lives her life. Yes. Like there is just like some real kind of cognitive dissonance going on there. Like I think that's a bit that's terrifying. Yeah. But what I... She
1: can somehow just completely disconnect those two things. Yeah.
0: But what I really enjoyed about that scene was seeing like, yeah, the the softball manipulations, the little moments of like her taking off her shoes to Uh be more relatable, Uh things like like those little tidbits. And then when she realized that it's not happening, just with the kind of... Just us gals having a a chat. Then she goes into the, oh, well, your life's going to be destroyed and this is the only way that you'll ever be remembered, by the way. Do you want some money? Like, it's just... I really enjoyed that. Because she has both of those things and she knows she can work those things. It's just when she's testing it out, she's reading the room and then decides
1: how to kill you. I love driving there with Raya. Mm. And Raya's like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to get out of this car and mm. do this. And just watching, I, I really enjoyed Holly Hunter, yeah? Mm-hmm. her. I enjoyed her a lot this season, the character of Raya. This woman who was playing both sides, very business savvy, trying to like, ultimately, she's going to come away from a deal between... Uh, The Roy's and the Pierce, there's a lot of money. Mm. Of course, she wants to do that. When that goes out the window, she sides with the Roy's because, well, it's better to be somewhere than nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then just watching her go, actually, you know what? This is too much for even me. Mm. And finding someone, just having someone from the outside, because there's so many slimy characters that are just interested in money and power. Mm. Someone to actually go, yeah. There's business and then there's this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this is 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 not something that I can be a part of. Um, I thought it was an important aspect to this show as well to remind just mm. because so often you just forget the little people in the show.
0: Yeah, I'm you not she's sure. A little person. I I didn't love Raya.
1: Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I'm not sure what it was, and I generally love 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 Holly Hunter. Yeah, she's great. So much. I don't know if I believed her as a savvy businesswoman in this oh, regard. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, there's something about about it that I just—I don't know. I didn't love her in this role. I could see how I could be really into this character, but I just wasn't.
1: See, what impressed me—I found her me- to be annoying. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
0: I did, which is which surprised me. See, yeah.
1: what what I liked, like, comparing her to Shiv, right, and there was mm. direct comparisons between yes. those two throughout, was just, again, how she was much better, where Shiv thought she was smart enough to be mm. manipulating the situation. Ray was actually very, very, very good at that every turn, mm. just knowing how to talk to people every time, how to tell them what they needed to hear at different mm. times, how to manipulate Shiv. Like, that conversation they have where she offers her... Um, the, the 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 Pierce's role the yeah. going over to the other network or whatever and then uses that to tell Roy that she's looking to go mm. elsewhere and throw her under the bus like.
0: Yeah I think there was often times when she is manipulating people and it just seemed so overt overt to mm. me that I was like I wish it was I wish I was watching her being like what a master manipulator but okay. I was watching her and was like well she's Clearly a fucking snake. Like, how does everyone at this dinner table not being like, this fucking bitch? Like, I, j- I just didn't buy. Maybe it's just because yeah, she was no more it. of
1: a snake than anybody else in this show.
0: But I think most other people in this show are better at it.
1: Uh, that's where I disagree. Most so often in, in
0: performance, I find it they're much more convincing. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. But but see, the thing is, usually in per, like performance wise, I might find it more in compelling. terms of the, in
0: terms of the character
1: performing, see, not I the I actor. Just, I disagree with that. That's where mm-hmm. Shiv like was surprisingly not good at what she did this season. Mm. Or see what was I thought. Um, Marsha was interesting this season because she just started to fucking not give a shit anymore. Yeah, She was Marcia. getting yeah. drunk She's and like, just going on off. Yeah, yeah, just like, I'm who, not putting up with this rubbish. Who do
0: you think I am? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that one. Yeah.
1: A lot of people, yeah, stopped being good at playing the game. Or, yeah, just have obvious weaknesses is the problem. Whereas yes. Ray didn't have as fi- many obvious weaknesses. Well,
0: which is fine, right? So, if- in the performance, they're faltering, mm. but that seems character-driven. I understand why Shiv is faltering. I what you're saying, yeah. Um, with Raya, I was like, she should be seamless, sure. but I can see it as someone at this table.
1: Certainly, Raya is not as compelling to me as the Roy's are, mm. and so I don't enjoy the time I spend with them. more, but I, I, mm. I appreciate her inclusion. Yeah. Going back to Shiv, let's talk about Tom. I think it's
0: like a plot thing. Great. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Especially, I like the idea of just the outsider coming in. We've never really entertained the idea that maybe it won't be... A Roy, or at least someone within Waystar, uh, Waystar Royco, who's going mm. to be the successor. Like Jerry gets thrown out there a few times and mm-hmm. Frank and stuff like I love that. love Jerry. Me too. Um, and having a, this other person just sort of weasel their way in there mm-hmm. to bring all the children together, kind of to work mm. against her at different times was, um, yeah, was, was a nice little wrinkle. Tom and Shiv. Mm. We ended the last season with them getting married mm-hmm. on their. <laughs> Wedding night. she says.
0: fucking wedding night. Yeah.
1: I actually want an open relationship. Yeah. I'll be able to fuck other people. Um, <laughs> and so we get to experience what's like the first year or something of their marriage together. Yeah. How do you find that relationship this season?
0: Oh, Tommy, 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 Tommy. <laughs> you poor guy. I mean, I love that we begin with them on their honeymoon and entirely distracted and just kind of wanting to go back to be <laughs> in all the drama. It was like, which is perfect, which is what they – Ah, while there is deep affection, they are business partners. They all they do is talk shop. All they do is strategize with one another. That is the relationship. Um, and I think Tom certainly was under the acting under the guise of like they really did love each other and they were gonna have a normal, happy marriage. Uh-huh. And that's just not what Shiv was in it for. She likes to have someone she can, you know, talk strategy with. Sure. But, like, that's about it and she just wants to go off and fuck around, Um, which is fine, but you just need to communicate that before you get married. Um, I felt so awful, awful for Tom in those moments when he finds out that she's had sex with someone else. Yeah. Like, it's just sad puppy eyes for so much of this season. Um, Shiv... I mean, she can get it and I don't blame her for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, just think she's a powerful person. She's got a very similar personality to her dad. And if she can, she will. And Tom lets her, so she does.
1: Well, that's, that's the tragedy of it. It's just mm-hmm. there's this obvious, complete power inequality in that mm-hmm. relationship. Yep. And that she tells him he, she's doing things for Tom, but...
0: They have to know what's going on, but right she'll dog. put herself first yeah. as soon
1: as the opportunity comes available. Time. She'll tell him she's going to look after him, then she'll throw him under yes. the bus multiple times, which
0: is what I loved about you know one of their final scenes together, which is on the beach. Yes, which is so great, in which Tom has had enough oh. after being roasted at that table and just, just being pummeled by the entire family. And it was
1: bad enough when she wasn't saying anything, yes, right? that was bad. Then and then when, when she, she just she actively adds, says, yeah, Tom makes sense. Yeah. I'm just like,
0: fucking hell. What are hell. <laughs> you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. And she thinks because, say they did chuck Tom out, that, you know, he'll be looked after in terms of like, I don't know, kind of like a kept woman, I guess, was her, her plan sure. or getting him another job or whatever. But to be... But he feels well, and is abandoned. Is, it was
1: legitimately possible whoever they put out there was going to go to jail. Jail, yes. Right? Like, part of it would be you would have to yep. serve time in prison.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. It's absolutely <laughs> fucked. But what I really enjoy in that scene is, like, Tom has reached his limit. Um, it, uh, he's shaken by yeah. what he's seen in Shiv. And, like, while he knows that she is callous and cold and cutting to other people, he he you know a part of him thought that at the end of the day when the chips are down that she would at the very least not want to send him to jail or to lose everything mm-hmm. and that's not what happened um but i like well, i like the well i like the flip though when he he, he puts all his cards on the table yeah. and says which is, i think beautiful saying when he's like i do wonder if like the sad I'd feel without you would be less than the sad I feel being with you. Yeah. Which is, oh, what a fucking punch and a great line. It, fu- it was so good. A great
1: line from a guy who's not necessarily particularly poetic. No, and but that's somehow how. Somehow there's a, s- a beautiful simplicity to that yeah, as well. Exactly. I love it too, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. It's such a ugh, perfect thought. Yeah. Um, and expressed so wonderfully from that character in a way that that character would say it. Mm-hmm. And then. Shiv, while is similar to her dad, is not her dad and does have a heart. And I think because she can just bulldoze her way through life, mm-hmm. not having to think, to for Tom to make her stop for one second and actually think about him as a person. And she feels something. She feels bad and obviously doesn't want to lose him. There is an emotional attachment there. I was like, oh, that's what I needed. Like I thought that was... I'm intrigued to see where the relationship goes from here.
1: Well, the the thing, there was, an, there was a result for mm-hmm. Tom in yes. that she did go back into that room with Logan and say, don't. Yeah. It, did something Tom.
0: she didn't want to do and is probably strategically not the best move for her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just not Tom. Anyone but Tom. Which in and- a Roy
0: family is the ultimate sacrifice <laughs> to do is to have to like, yeah, say something that you don't think is the best strategy To your dad. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. And so that was like, this is hardly redemption arc for Shiv at this point. but it's the biggest act of
0: love that she possesses. It was a
1: result for Tom who had been kicked and kicked Mm -hmm. and kicked again in so many different ways from Shiv and from... Life in even his business situation yeah. was just constantly getting shut on this season. Um, when they're doing bore on the floor, and he's one of those oh guys. God. Holy shit! And oh, like,
0: I get that's oh, <laughs> that episode is so scary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, then when he's in front of Congress, and or when he's doing his ridiculous speech about what do you say? We hear for you. Or- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I peaked the mic there, but so absurd. <laughs>
1: Just trying to figure that out. It's like I
0: love him and Greg, and I just I think that
1: was perfect. Uh, yeah. He the still the best source of comedy in this show mm-hmm. is Tom. Tom and Greg in particular. Yes. But, like but when, Tom on his own.
0: Yeah. When Greg blackmails Tom, and he's so proud oh, of yeah, that. Yeah. And he's like, you dirtbag! Like he's so proud of him. Um, yeah, I love their dynamic and continue to. It,
1: the early on, there's like this scandal. It's very in the background sort of thing. There's a scandal with like this one of their news anchors might be a secret Nazi or something mm. like that. And Tom mm-hmm. just like, let's we'll go, we'll go through the uh the questionnaire here. It's like uh, it was, you know. What, what, why Have you read Mein Kampf? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, a couple of times. A oh, couple of times. Yeah. I'm really interested in that Did era history. Did not get everything the first time? <laughs> yeah, it's like, were well, there some secret like Easter eggs in there you missed the first time <laughs> yeah. around? And then uh, he's he's like, yeah, i just really just in that part of history. He's like, what about it? It's like, well, you know, destruction of Europe, all the Germans and such and such and mm-hmm. such and such. These different populations had all these d- deaths and he's like,
0: I think you're shot a few million. Shot a few million there. <laughs>
1: just Tom is yeah. just the wrong person to yeah. be asking those questions. Like so fantastic! Th- in
0: that scene, the wonderful facial expressions when he's like says the blondie thing about the dog, and he's Yeah, he's like different immediately spelling. he's like different spelling, and Tom just kind of looks up at him. It's like it's so good. Um, Throwing water bottles at Greg, like he absolutely yes. loses it when Greg mentions the word open relationship. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's a fantastic part of the show. And yeah. him in front of Congress just fucking Oh
0: my god. Oh my <laughs> god. Greg to Greg in front of Congress is so fun. You can just talk normally to us. Uh yeah, it's good stuff.
1: Um we already knew that Logan was terrifying and everyone was mm. terrified of Logan. Mm-hmm. But the probably apart from Bore on the Floor, the most compelling and revealing moment, I think, for just about the entire season for me was mm. when he did lash out and strike. He hit Roman. Yeah, Roman. Mm. Which really, really, I felt that mm-hmm. in a big way in that moment because it felt like. For all, the game disappeared for a mm-hmm. second and you saw what's probably not the first time this yeah, has family happened. family dynamic. Where Logan has – and you think about what this – you know, why – because uh, Roman has always obviously been so terrified of his dad, mm-hmm. right? And, geez, I wonder how long he's been being physically abused by this Is mm. sort of the runt of the litter in a, in a, in a way. Mm. Um, just beaten upon because that in that moment as well, Roman is not the person that's angering him. It's either Kendall or Shiv or someone saying something that's going on, and he. But Roman's the one who cops. I believe
0: it's Shiv. I think it's Shiv that has fucked him over with the dinosaur statement. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's making jokes about it. What really hit me in that scene. And there's a few scenes in this season. That made me go. Oh yeah, that's the family. I mm-hmm. see it really clearly. Mm-hmm. Is Kendall's reaction Agreed.
1: to it? I agree. That hey, was like, my favorite. He moment. is not
0: afraid of Logan in that moment. He gets really fucking close to him don't and holds his eyes. Yeah, very intensely. And don't fucking hit him. Like, Whoa, that's it intense.
1: Reminded me of very strong emotion I felt at different times when, when, um, like I stood up for for my brother when he's by, like been bullied on at the pool or something like mm. that, and just like older brother instinct kicks in that yeah. I have to be a protector here. Or when I'd be at the football with my dad and some drunken mm. asshole decides he wants to pick a fight with him and, like, yeah. instant, like, adrenaline rush, like, mm-hmm. don't you fucking dare. Yeah. Um, I just felt all of that. Mm-hmm. And it says so much about Kendall, and it says so much about Roy- uh, and it says so much about Logan. I thought mm-hmm. that was, it's, like, 10 seconds or something. Yeah. But it said everything. Yes. I felt it was really powerful. And then... The and re- even
0: Shiv's reaction, like... Because very rarely do you see them love each other. Mm. But in that moment, I saw three siblings, right, who had lived in this house with this man. And it wasn't a shock to them, but they'd all been there before. And she just quietly, you know, asked Roman if he's he's okay. Yeah,
1: Yeah. totally. And then the follow-up episode when Roman and Logan are in the car together. Mm. And Logan's like, oh, sorry about that. What happened? You know
0: I don't do that. Oh, that line. I was like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Roman just... Yeah, did I make contact? Did I even make um, contact? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Oh, so many buildings and cars. (laughs) Fucking hell. And so let's talk about Roman then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, really great Roman season. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought... Yeah, by the by, the time we get to that scene between him and Logan in the car, I've never had a clearer picture of, like, who Roman is and why Roman is who he is, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've got a couple of things happening here. The Jerry of it all, which is... Mm. So, we talked about this, like, there's this odd sexual element to Roman that we didn't really understand in season one, which he talks in a hypersexual way, but is not having a sexual physical relationship with the women in his life. Mm-hmm. And we always sort of, is he asexual or something like this? What's going on? You said it's something. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it was quite fascinating. I really enjoyed (laughs) what it was. And then (laughs) he just seems to have a really hard time with like affectionate, loving, like human contact and sexual experiences. What works for him is being demeaned Mm -hmm. by Jerry in this situation, which I'm sure doesn't have to be Jerry, but... Fuck, that's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I, when it was happening the first time I watched it, I was like, I fucking love this. Yes. I am so into what they are doing here. Because, you know, he's always kind of like flirting in a really disgusting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jerry is beautiful. And the first time you get a glimpse of, like, wait a second, are they? Is there something? There was a very
1: this? minor moment where mm. she's like helping do up his buttons or something yes. like that, and she he says something like "I could fuck you right now, whatever," and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I get that a lot, but usually by people and then men in their nineties or whatever." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, there's an interesting yeah, energy that's, here." That's exactly the moment I was like,
0: "Wait a second, do I want them to fuck? I do want them to fuck, but this show is definitely not going to let them fuck." And then they started, still haven't. No, but they <laughs> certainly have a sexual relationship, they do. and I love how kind of. I mean, there was moments when it first starts happening where Jerry's kind of like got a look of, "I can't believe this is happening," but she's really not flustered at all by it. Like even when Roman mentions it at the breakfast buffet, how that he was jerked brilliant. off in her bathroom, and she's just like, "Ugh, you're disgusting!" Like just like it's just one of his little stories. Um, I want them to forever have that relationship. <laughs> I think it's beautiful.
1: The saddest moment came. And I'm interested to see where they go with this stuff sort of next year. Was he did what he did in the last season, which is then as soon as he has any sort of connection with a woman, mm-hmm. he's like, let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> and sad. he wants, he knows he wants something. He just doesn't know how to yeah. sort of get it or mm-hmm. appropriately approach it. And Jerry is not the right woman. I don't no. think long term for like. he's no. fun. There's anything wrong with that mm-hmm. at all? I don't think it makes sense long term for Jerry no. to be with Roman. No,
0: it doesn't. Um, maybe just until she retires. Who knows? Sure. But I, I loved him defending Jerry and the look of concern on yes. his face when people were gunning for her to be fired. Like he just absolutely not. Like he, you know, he has affection yeah. for her. He hasn't he doesn't have the capacity to express it in a healthy way at all. Um, even just in conversation, d- not going to happen. But he clearly cares very deeply for her and she is someone that has shown care for him in- throughout his life, yeah. which is probably pretty pretty rare.
1: He has looked out for him and yeah. wanted the best for him and helped him in mm-hmm. so many ways. Yeah. Um, there was also that scene when they're in Turkey where they're Playing fuck Mary kill mm-hmm. and I oh, can't remember yeah. which one it is. Is like and Mary Jerry and he's just that the yeah. way he just wants to latch onto that yeah, and a, a, ah, a talk about ah. that.
0: Fucking <laughs> disgusting. Mm. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Turkey, mm. that was truly terrifying. Yeah, that whole situation. You're watching that happen. The guy with the guns come in. They just don't know what's happening, and like no one's telling them what's going on. It's like so scary. Oh, this mm-hmm. is this would be fucking terrifying if yeah. you were really in that situation. But more importantly, I think was. What sort of happens to Roman after that, Mm. when he comes back from this experience, and he—I want to say—I mean, similarly, is changed. It's only been one episode, so it's hard to say Mm. what the long-term effect is going to be. But he seems to like the scare has taken made him take himself more seriously Mm -hmm. in some way. Um, Yeah, yeah, he was more like focused. He was willing to be up front with his dad about what he thought about the situation. He's not making as many jokes. he's not without his wit or humor, but it's maybe a little more subtle or sharper in some way it's not sometimes he can just feel like he's just spraying bullshit on the wall yep. yeah, it was ve- what how do you feel what do you think happened there?
0: Well I think it's you know uh, probably a couple of things. one is you know probably still in shock. it seemed to have just happened totally, and yeah. he's been flown to a giant fucking ship um so there's that element but I also think. While he, you know, tells everyone how capable he is, I don't think he ever like, really believes it. Like, he's the one that doesn't deserve anything. It's okay to shit on him, blah, blah, whatever. Nothing's that serious. But I think in such a serious situation to be able to back himself yeah. and kind of, like, save the day, I mean, it, it puts your the perspective you have of yourself in a different light. And that's going to, you know, cause some reflection, I think. I think he's probably yeah have enough pause in his life of not yeah spraying shit at everyone and to see how capable he is um, and to you know slightly have a bit of pride in himself about something which he's perhaps never done before
1: yeah I, I think you could be right about that on some level I also thought this was it's was kind of a reality check for him in that like he lives in this very very specific mm. rich, Person bubble mm-hmm. where he's given everything just because of who he is, and his whole world revolves around his dad, mm-hmm. this terrifying figure who lashes out and hits him, and like mm-hmm. then pretends it didn't happen to try and not feel guilty for it. And mm-hmm. He just like is too terrified to say anything else. And then he's in a situation that is scary on a whole other yes. level the unknown, the potential violence of it all. Like, it is. Terrifying. Yeah. It's it's a real risk to his life, mm-hmm. and I wonder whether maybe it's it's helped him to get some perspective on what the world is really like outside yeah. of that bubble that. And he's what danger
0: Logan really poses? Exactly yeah.
1: right. There is yeah. there's my dad, and mm-hmm. then there's whatever the fuck just happened to me over in Turkey, which is a whole other different thing. And I yeah. survived that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I. Can, so
0: you yelling at me isn't so bad anymore. Yeah, I can yeah.
1: maybe I can maybe I don't need to have all those humor defense mechanisms as much as I did anymore. Maybe I can handle you a bit better than I used mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So it's we only really got hints of it in that last episode, but I'm I it did feel like in some ways first season was Kendall, this season was a little more Shiv heavy because mm-hmm. she was like the successor. Next season we know he's going to be COO on his own yeah. without Frank watching over his shoulder the entire time. Is this going to be a little bit more of a Kendall Centric season. Obviously, there's going to be Roman plenty going or on. Kendall? Sorry, sorry. Roman cent- yeah. centric episode. Obviously, there's going to be lots of Kendall still, and no doubt Shiv as well. Yeah, but maybe he's given the chance to try and, you know, be the leader inside Waco of those the three kids. Anyway, mm-hmm. of Makes which sense. I am looking forward to. You into it. Finally, before we move on, actually, I did want to talk about Connor. Or oh, is there anything you want to say about Connor this season? No,
0: you tell me what you want to say about Connor.
1: I don't know. If there, there is a lot. Connor is a is probably a slightly weird element in that I enjoy the he's a funny element of the show, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that. He also seems inconsequential, and yep. that's true of Connor.
0: Yeah, he in- is. <laughs> um, and I still maintain that he scares me the most out of all of them.
1: Well, he's funny because yes, he is scary and. Because he just, his perception of reality is so warped. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the sequence he's talking to Shiv, I think it is, about, like, you know, the elites are scared because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and be. And then the, the wide shot of the room they're in and Shiv's like, hmm, yes. Uh, yeah, if you're looking you down, down, down? <laughs> on
0: someone in their ivory tower, that should tell you something. Down on yeah. the elites. Yeah.
1: Like, that complete disconnect from reality is very scary but also he's terrible with money he's mm-hmm. obsessed with this um his girlfriend willa he's put all this money into this terrible play and he's coming <laughs> begging to dad for money and probably it's very likely he's not going to be running for president next season nope. because he needs that he needs small the money 100
0: mil yeah
1: and he's just he's just that like parasite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. annoying, but it's not life threatening. Yeah. Is kind of what Connor is. I enjoyed though, and I, I love the stuff with him and Willow. It's fun.
0: Any last words? Final
1: thoughts. That's why you always leave a note. Do you have any side notes to mask? Not really. I've got a few. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot actually. Uh, little details I liked. Mm-hmm. Something we didn't talk about last season. I love whenever they're in a new mansion or a new setting we get to see those like establishing shots of like the staff getting the places mm-hmm. ready. Yep. I always just appreciate like, oh yeah, these are the ants that are running around, like yep. keeping these people's lives functioning, which mm-hmm. is then like, we see the, not juxtaposition, but like that highlight again, when Logan's just like, throw that out. That's being the stink and just yep. the
0: waste. All that that's lobster, being yeah. thrown
1: out. All that lobster, perfectly good lobster, you would imagine. Mm. Just, being thrown out so they can have pizza. Um, And then the juxtaposition of when they go to visit the Pierce's and Nan is, like, asking the white stuff to have a drink with them. And, like, I don't think she necessarily is, like, a great human being. When you've got that much power and money, you're going to have your biases and superiority complexes. But she was at least treating them like a human being, it felt like. I
0: also think, like, it's a performance. Well, that's the possibility. Because she knows that she can't stop and have a drink. And then we also have the other moment of the of the tray of meat that, and stuff. That like, is true too. It's like she, yes, like while she is nice to the weight stuff and she owns this left-leaning news business, whatever, she's still like a billionaire and they can't really be good people. Like just because of the life they've lived. Totally. Yeah.
1: Uh, I also, it was interesting, later that episode, Kendall's been out with Naomi, I think it is, and they've been mm. getting super wasted. And he wakes up the next day and, and he you shut shit the, bed. the bed. And then later on that episode, they're walking somewhere through the halls and the waitstaff... The, it's the same woman same holding woman, the basket of laundry. And the look of just like that she's connected that that was Kendall. It's right in the background. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's in focus. It's not in focus, and yeah. I was like, that's a great little detail. Like That takes some attention from a direction and a writing point of view to just remember to put that in. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Little, little details like that are very, very good. Uh, the security guard that's uh, taking Tom and Greg to the quote-unquote safe room mm-hmm. uh, is one of the guards from of the New Black. That's
0: um, how I know him. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
1: also, something I want to talk about with Shiv... Is Shiv's first defense have you ever noticed this when someone asks her a tough question is to pretend she didn't hear it? Or that doesn't know what you're (laughs) talking about. That means like it's like, Oh, do you know that guy? It's like what guy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's always her first her first move. It's Amazing. really- Bides
0: your time. Bind your time. Yeah, yeah just give it up to it's, like, uh, yeah.
1: it's always a first move. Some quotes I loved, and there was a lot this season. Mm. Heroes are born on the battlefield. It's also commonly where they're killed, Jerry. Yeah,
0: very good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wow, I like this dad. Why couldn't dad be this dad? Says Connor about <laughs> yeah. the way that- um, The
0: Pierce. Yep, yeah, He thing. was
1: toasting the Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, Watching you people melt down is the most deeply satisfying activity on the planet. Amen. That's why I like the show. Was that
0: one of the pierces? That was one of the pierces yeah.
1: during the dinner. Mm-hmm. What a weird family, says Tom as they walk away from the pierces. <laughs> in the clothes.
0: silent helicopter, yeah. <laughs>
1: Very good. Uh, the description in the, like the New York Times article or something about Tom in front of Congress: a smirking block of domestic fetter. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, um, the, from a quotes perspective, when they're on the yacht and they're sitting around that table having the big discussion about who they're going to throw under the bus, basically. Um, <laughs> And they're talking about Kendall and Jerry says, "Yeah, that makes sense. Your first second-born son." And just the yeah. look on Connor's face, I'm like, "Cop that, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we already talked about Kendall's rap. Did yeah, you enjoyed Kendall's rap?
0: Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It is
1: so yeah. good. And what I love about it is it's bad, but he is so like it's not like he really goes for it, yes. Kendall. I think he believes He that this thinks is it's good. really
0: happening. Yeah. And
1: And the audience does vibe enough with that to give him something. Yes. And like when the first time he says, I say L, you say OG. And they don't do it the first time, but the second time they do. And there's something about the realism of what that dynamic would actually be. And then the the more he
0: does it, the less people are doing it, which I also enjoyed. Oh, there's one little thing. um, When Tom is speaking in front of that Congress thing um, and they're talking about his emails and, like, every hour he was emailing Greg with, what was it called? It was, like...
1: You've got to break a few Greggs to make, make a tomlet to, th- Yeah, if you're going to make a tomlet, tomlet you've got to, to break a few, few Greggs.
0: Yep. But, like, I don't know he was emailing him with, like, that in the subject, like, every hour. <laughs> it's just so horrible.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed that little bit. Um, mm. There's a bit, some little observations as well. When Shiva's is in the car, she's she's quitting working for Gil mm-hmm. and she offers him hand sanitizers and she's like, you know, I don't want to do that. I'm mad at the people. Mm-hmm. 2021, Shiv would be doing the right thing there. That's true.
0: <laughs> Good point. Well done, Shiv.
1: Little something that confuses me a little bit. Mm-hmm. The opening titles uh, in terms of the credits mm-hmm. really confuse me. Rob Yang is still in the opening credits I think he's been in about three episodes. Who's Rob Yang? He's the guy, the head of Volta, the guy in the very first episode they're making right. a deal with. Maybe they were planning to have him. They had him on like contract to be multiple seasons. They thought mm. at some point that that his relationship with the board and as part of uh, waste our Royko would like go on further. And so contractually, he's still in it. But like that guy is barely a part of the show. And I, I yeah, I suppose. But when you think about how many.
0: Players, there are in this show. There aren't that many. Well, then,
1: Holly Hunter is not in them. It's like sometimes what you do is you throw in the guest stars that episode or whatever, mm. and you take out the ones who aren't there that episode. Yeah. And if they come back later, you put them in. And it's like I'm just always interested. Not like this is not like he doesn't deserve to be there. It's like I'm always interested in what that means. Like why does mm. what's the contractual obligation that even though he's been about less than a handful of episodes, Rob Yang's still in the credits. Mm. What did that mean about intention or like how these contracts work? I just find that really interesting. There you go. Um, finally, mm-hmm. I had a theory last season Okay, that there was a scene where Tom had a black eye. And it yes. was like, is shot Shiv physically abusive yeah. to Tom? And then this season, I don't think it was true, but it made me, my, my ears pricked again. When they go to have dinner with Roman... I believe he invites Shiv and Tom over for dinner. That's
0: why he's nervous about it, yep.
1: And Tom is wearing a scarf and his excuse that he has a cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, has she strangled him and he's got strangle marks on his <sighs> neck and that's why he's covering that? And I was just like, oh my God, is Shiv still doing this? <laughs> like, I don't think that's true. They get home, he takes the scarf off and I couldn't see anything. But I was like, yeah. such a bizarre choice to just give Tom a cold and make him wear a scarf for a- one scene. I don't understand the choice Was in it? That.
0: Like signifying that he was being nervous and awkward because he's around that girl that made him
1: swallow his oh, own tears. Oh, he didn't want to talk too much. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I like, okay, that's fair enough. But no. Sorry just, to crush your theory. No, 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 no. I think it's fine because I was, I was like, it doesn't make sense but I still don't understand why. No, that makes sense because mm. my alarm bells were giving yeah. up like fucking <laughs> shit for some monster. Get him some help. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, mm. exactly. Uh, least favourite and favourite episodes. What was your least favourite episode, Damascus?
0: I don't think you're going to agree with me on this, but my least favorite is actually Dundee. Okay, Episode sure. Episode eight. Sure. Um, well, yeah, I guess it's kind of cool to get like tidbits about Logan's backstory. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I wholly need it or I'm overly invested in that. I could take it or leave it. I don't mind the tidbits we get.
1: Yeah, I definitely disagree with that. What we
0: get is fine. Like, I, I don't... It's
1: still yeah. just hints, is yeah, the thing. Totally. Like, going to see the house, he looks out the window, he's like, yep, I've seen it, let's go. I'm not
0: actively hating it. I just had to pick a least favourite episode. Yeah, um, that's the answer, so, really. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, you know, when we, yeah, go into this space, I'm not super into what we're doing. But then also I am very much so into different things happening this episode. Anyway, the real thing is like I had to pick one, so that's what I picked. Picked. um I also find rare the least compelling. That's fair. It was a big across. episode for her. Um, so I found because on the rewatch, I found myself probably paying less attention to this episode than other, other ones because of so much Rhea. Sure. I yeah. um, guess
1: s- my answer. I, that's good enough because mine's pretty similar. My least favorite episode. I'm going to give to episode two, Volta. I went between a couple, trying to f- like, I'm just like sifting through my notes, trying to find criticisms. Like, what did I not like about this episode? Yeah. There's virtually none. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. like, at one point I was going to give it to Safe Room, but then I'm looking at it's like all this stuff's happening with Shiv and stuff that I really like and, mm-hmm. like, the Roman stuff because he's away at doing the management course. I really like that. The stuff in here so and Jerry, much Tom and like,
0: Greg together. Exactly. It's like... Oh, Greg's it's, first blackmail. It's really like, hard yep. to
1: give it to that episode, but it kind of felt like... I guess the closest I came to there was like the shooter in the building that was a suicide was kind of a weird side story that didn't really amount to much, Mm -hmm. whatever. I end up going with episode two, Volta. And the main reason is I think it just sort of mostly serves as like... It's a great episode, don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's mostly just easing into the new status quo, table setting, putting pieces into place for future episodes. Like it's a season that builds. Mm -hmm. Um, Episode one is excellent. I put it as like the tablecloth was put down. Mm -hmm. And the next couple of episodes are really like then placing the pieces to then get to where we're going. That's the best I got. Yeah. It's still a, great, it's a really good episode. <laughs>
0: the thing is, like, if we could, we wouldn't have a least favourite. I mean, we
1: we could not. This yeah. is our podcast.
0: But <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, if we have to, I suppose, yeah, those answers are fine.
1: I, they'll do. They're serviceable. <laughs> favourite episode, The Mask. Oh,
0: uh, well. So, I really wanted uh, – you heard me because when I came over, I was huffing and puffy because I couldn't choose a, <laughs> a, a favourite just because I loved – them all or like aspects of each one. I didn't know what to choose. And then I was conflicted because I'm like, I want to choose the last episode, but is that something that I always just do? But sure. the reason I want to choose the last episode, because it's the culmination of so much good work. Yep. Um, and just also on its own, it's just a compelling episode. We've got the great scene with Tom and Shiv. Obviously, all the the scrambling at the table, the finger pointing.
1: The finger pointing without trying to point fingers—it's so funny, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I compare it like to community when on someone purpose. yeah
0: points at you and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a fine point." Um, but also, I was just thinking and then pointing—it's—it's so, it's so good. Yeah. So I think I ultimately just am going to have to go with the final episode.
1: I mean, it's the right choice because it's what I gave it to episode ten. This is not for tears. Uh, no doubt, my favorite episode. There were a few along the way. I was like, "That mm. was a high point." That was a high point. But it just comes down to payoff the it, the whole season is built to th- one of the most satisfying t- TV moments I've had in a long, 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 long time. Mm. And when it's compared to Game of Thrones, I see the comparison here. Because sometimes you see those pieces being put into place and then something that you've wanted to happen happens in such a satisfying way. It's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, though, it's not an ending. It's like, It's an ending to that chapter Mm. and it's a brilliant place to step into next season. Yep. Speaking of predictions, hopes, and concerns, what do you think is going to happen next season?
0: I like your prediction about, yeah, because as we were watching first Kendall and our Shiv and then Mm. I think it's fair to assume that Roman will be season three in terms of the possibility, playing with the possibility that he might... um, End up with control. If
1: we if we think of the title as succession mm. and right like question one was season one was what about Kendall as mm-hmm. as the successor? Then the season two was what about Shiv? I think what about Roman is next.
0: Yes. I'm really fascinated to see what the world does with this dramatic moment. Mm. Like, does that then mean Will Logan have to, you know? hang out with the Department of Justice? Like, what what is going to happen there? Like, he's so powerful and has so much money. What is even possible in terms of trying to get a guy like that? I, I don't really know. I just know it's going to be a lot of um, backstabbing and intrigue and hilarious lines. But beyond that, I'm not sure. What about you?
1: Um, will Shiv follow through with this getting rid of the dinosaurs promise she made to this woman? That she got to stop from testifying in front of Congress, I think is a big question. Well, or do you to think handle that from the inside.
0: Because will Logan still be able to operate within the business? Because there's a shareholder meeting coming will up. Will Roman? Oh, will Logan, sorry.
1: Logan, sorry.
0: So, because there's a shareholder meeting coming up. Sure. So, I assume they will oust Logan.
1: Yeah, it would seem likely. Which <laughs>
0: means... Roman with his beloved Jerry, I assume, will be tag-teaming the company.
1: Like they were w- talking about like that idea yeah. of them being like the dream team. That's so w-
0: would they follow through with Shiv's promise? I, I don't know. Well, what
1: do, yeah, does Shiv have any power in yeah, that situation at all? I'm not I don't sure know. She does, yeah. But I'm not sure what Shiv's direction is if it's not that mm-hmm. or at least somehow involving that. It seemed like where we left off, aside from the Tom stuff, mm. yeah, career-wise, it's it, it's it should be in that ballpark, yeah. I would think, unless I've got another idea for mm. that. I, don't I mean know her
0: and Roman might, you know, might be a whole kind of like rebranding thing. Let's yeah. let's get rid of the old guard together. Yeah. Um, obviously with Roman being in charge and Shiv,
1: I don't know. So I can imagine below. a situation where Logan is out, but he's like, But well, I'm trusting you mm. two, the two that have not betrayed me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like do you and they're gonna say but we need to clean up the company? He'll agree, but of course he'll be unhappy with some of their decisions and like trying to control it from them, behind yeah. the scenes and all that sort of yep. stuff, would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, Roman's new COO. Um COO? was it? Yes, yeah, Operational COO. Officer or was it Operation. It wasn't yep. it, it wasn't executive. Okay, yeah. On his own, well, possibly with Jerry. I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. Logan and Kendall going to war is the bit that I I have no idea how they want to play that, mm. but that is. Even though this next season might be Roman centric as the successor, the heart of this show is the battle between Logan and Kendall. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to look like. Are they going to like? Can Roman walk back into that house and talk to Logan after doing that? In Kendall? Kendall, sorry, can Kendall? <laughs> We've done that like three yeah. or four times this episode. I
0: do struggle with their names. I think Can- it's a two-syllable thing.
1: It might be. Mm. Can Kendall walk back into that house and talk to Logan? Or
0: Yeah, but I think it'll be that fun thing that we love to or- watch, the passive-aggressive kind of...
1: That's what I mean. Yeah,
0: the kiss on the cheek. Yeah, it'll be all that stuff. Or there are
1: always going to be lawyers involved. Is it only going to be in very corporate settings? Is it never going to be in a private setting ever again? So, sort of situation. I don't know. I'm fucking mm. excited to see what it is, though. Cannot wait for season three, whenever that arrives, Yeah, if we're lucky this year, Uh, but we'll see. Mm. We just don't know these days. I'm excited. Oh, super excited. excited. I'm so, that's where I'm really at right now. I'm just happy I'm caught up. Yeah. Because now when it starts coming out again, week by week, Mm -hmm. fuck yeah, I can be be there to watch it and talk along, much like we've been enjoying doing that with WandaVision and uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, like be there for the conversation as it happens. Agreed. Very cool stuff. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Hunting Seasons. You can find more of what we do via our website, huntingseasonspodcast.com. Our logo comes from Sean Kirkpatrick, aka at Shawnee Boy Draws, and our theme song and bumpers from Lucas Heil of Birthday Lauder Club. Find links to their work in our show notes. You can also find myself, Broderick Gordis, on Twitter at BGordis, B-G-O-R-D-E-S, Damask.
0: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Maskymoo, M-A-S-K-Y-M-O-O.
1: As we mentioned earlier, next review episode will likely be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There may be an off-topic, hot topic in between, but also there may not be. So if there's not an episode for a week or two, you'll hopefully understand why. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mask. Mask. It's been a pleasure. It's been real, bro. It's been real. (laughs) I look forward to doing this online. It'll be great. It's going to give us plenty of reasons to see each other and talk a lot, which would be nice. That's
0: right, because otherwise I would totally ignore you. Yeah,
1: well, you know, out of sight, out of mind. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Good night, everybody. And so.